Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the first episode of the Nintendo Gems Podcast. My name is Jake, and with me is my co-host, Brayden. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? So this is the first ever episode of a podcast that we decided to do, and we're going to call it Nintendo Gems, because every week we're going to talk about a gem, a classic game that we either grew up with or have started playing recently that we consider a quote-unquote gem. We're going to talk about that every week. We're also going to talk about news. Uh, new games and what we're playing. Yeah, the new games, the new what we're playing will generally be uh, Switch related, and the gems um, will likely, I think, from Wii and earlier, we have a GameCube game we're bringing along this week, uh, and we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, for now, we might want to talk about some news. What yeah, do you think? for sure. Yeah, let's just let's jump right into let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. So um, got this news in really no particular order. But uh, the first thing that I saw that jumped out to me that happened this week, the final Splatoon 2 Splatfest ended. Uh, Chaos beat order three to one. I don't know if you're really into Splatoon or you. I don't even own Splatoon. Oh. I know. And I, I do understand I'm missing out in that regard. But I play Inkling on Smash Bros. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> But, sure yeah, yeah we'll say um but tell me more about it yeah no um i i when when the wii u came out um i did own a wii u um but after buying a few launch games mm-hmm. i never bought another i think the last game i bought on there was smash and yeah. that was two years before that i hadn't bought another game i basically just had launch games on my wii u um so with when when splatoon came out i was like whoa this looks really cool specifically the art style because mm-hmm. i'm i'm into like anime and stuff and it had the kind of weird cute japanese art style Very that i was cute. like i i really dig this like the music and stuff and the world that they made yeah i was like this is so cool like mm-hmm. i want in on this but i didn't want in on it enough to buy the first game on the wii u okay so i supported splatoon from afar until the switch came out bought the switch day one i was in i knew i knew this wasn't another wii u like i was so in uh on the switch from day one so when splatoon 2 came out i was a i bought it day one good okay um i've played a lot of it i haven't been active in the Splatfests splat fests recently um so i didn't i didn't actually play this final splat fest sure. even though i like i'm bad i thought about it you know it's like oh i should jump in it's the last yeah. one and i was just busy doing other things yeah um, yeah didn't jump into it but it was sad to see that it was ending mm-hmm. because uh, this ties into another story um that we'll talk about later but um it was sad to see kind of like the end of an era because they've been the game's been out for about two years now right and they've been just constantly updating it is that a sign you think of three in the pipeline or well that's a good a good transition we can oh. go to our second news story uh splatoon series director god i'm gonna mess up this name uh hisashi nogami uh has recently chatted with japanese magazine famitsu about his team's plan for the future uh he said quote uh feature editions are uh over at version 5.0 weapon and stage editions as well as splat fests are over balance adjustments and monthly league matches will continue Splatoon 2's production started moving uh, over right after 1 was released. Now we also had production for Octo Expansion, so we're uh, fully focused on the updates, and we still haven't thought of the future. For future plans, we'll think of them after everything is over. We're not yet at a phase where we can make a promise, but we'd like to return the favor in some sort of way to many people who have supported us. If you continue to support us, it might turn into reality. End quote. So that basically means they have not started production on Splatoon 3. So yeah. it is going to happen, which I'm sure it will. It's not soon. Yeah. The The team that makes Splatoon also is the team that makes Animal Crossing. 
So they're hard at work right now finishing up the new Animal Crossing. And they, they need to keep on working on that. Oh, yeah. we, we need that. Very, in very excited about that. But I was, when I saw the spot for this ending, I was like, oh, this is it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, we are getting Three's three. It's going to be imminent. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, we're going to get three either on the Switch or, like, they're at least working on it. But mm-hmm. it looks like looks like it's a they're, ways out. They're taking their time now yeah. to get their thoughts in order, right, I guess. Right, for sure. Um also, really quick, I do want to shout out um, mynintendonews.com. Uh, That's where I'm getting most of these articles from. Yeah. Most of it is just quotes and stuff from Nintendo. But mm-hmm. if it's if you do read mynintendonews.com and it seems like the quotes I'm, are familiar, the quotes are familiar. It's because it's because I'm using I'm using them for for all the news stories and stuff. So shout out to them. Go check them out. Mynintendonews.com. But yeah, so uh, I'm a little sad to see Splatfest ending. Like I said, even though I haven't been a big player recently i sure. do love splatoon do the octo expansion is probably some of the best dlc i've ever played in a game that's good to hear it's so good it's all single player stuff if uh, you didn't right know. um and it is it's difficult it's fun uh-huh. he plays like an octoling which is another species in the splatoon universe yeah. it's just it's a lot of fun so yeah. i really do like splatoon too. would it be worth me picking it up at this point in the game's you know life cycle absolutely i think um while there aren't going to be splat fests um there's still a big audience mm-hmm. as far as i know a lot of people still play splatoon um i don't think that's going to go away just because splat fests are ending yeah um especially if you were to buy it in some kind of bundle or at least just get the octo expansion i mean the game comes with a campaign which mm-hmm. is you know a lot of fun just do by yourself i didn't dig into it that much but it, it is good yeah um but the octo expansion is also another probably three to eight hours depending on how good, good you are at the game of single player content which is fantastic so just the campaign with the octo expansion alone i think is worth is worth buying especially yeah. especially if you can get it at like a discounted price um that's kind of what i would be you know eyeing for a good price and and I, I i could easily see me picking it up yeah it's it's great i absolutely love splatoon and i don't think the online community is going to go anywhere mm-hmm. for a while because Splatfests, if, if, if you don't know are really just big community events where there are two teams, quote unquote. Um, it's always something random. Like the first one for Splatoon 2 was like ketchup versus mayonnaise. Oh, okay. And so you choose a team yeah. and you play online matches to get points for your team. Let's go ketchup. <laughs> Dude, yes. Mayonnaise, mayonnaise is disgusting. Gross. Um, um, yeah, but it's just a basically thing to get the community together to do a thing. Like yeah. you don't, as far as I know, you don't get any like, I think you get some sort of experience or there are there is something that you get out of it but like there's no cosmetics that you get from it other you know there's no big draw like oh get this so you can get this item or anything it was really just a thing to get the community together um but just because those are ending i don't think i don't think i don't think it's gonna go away good to know so yeah so we can jump into the next the next big thing i'm jumping around a little on our on our outline here yeah i think the big story for nintendo for the past week or two has been this Joy-Con drifting problem. Yeah, we're getting into so, some legal issues yeah, here. It's been it's been a big it's been a big thing for people just talking about it. Um t- lawsuits have been talked about, but looks like it's it's officially started. Yeah. So, yeah. We were we were discussing, you know, just the the whole thing before we started recording, but Jake said he found a response from Nintendo. Uh yeah. and to the class action lawsuit is what we're referring to. There's a, a class action lawsuit um, 
being discussed against Nintendo for the drifting issues with the left Joy-Con uh, joysticks. Um, I I have experienced it myself. Actually, I've, I've had to send in one remote for uh, warranty repairs. Oh, really? Um, and it was the drifting issue. And so the, the one I've had now for maybe three or four months, I haven't re-encountered the issue. Um which, you know, fingers crossed, but but I'm definitely a victim of ooh, Nintendo's <laughs> malpractice or yeah. something. But yeah. I, um, when I bought my Switch, um, one of the, I can't remember if it was the right or the left, but I did have drifting issues. I remember I was playing Xenoblade 2 mm-hmm. um, and I was, you know, I wouldn't touch the controller and my guy would be walking and I'd yeah. be like, oh no, what's happening? I recalibrated it and it seemed to go away. Um, since then i've not i'm a dirty dirty person that trades things in and gets new things so i don't have those joy cons anymore Mm -hmm. um the ones that i have now i've never had an issue with but mostly i play with my pro controller anyways and so you know that's not been an issue for me but when i did have that i I was a victim quote unquote of the drifting right but mine seemed to fix just by recalibrating but i've seen a lot of stuff online that even when you try to do that it doesn't make a difference mine wouldn't even center for the recalibration you know you have to do some like specific movements and mine just wouldn't even like align correctly uh and I I had Link jumping off a lot of cliffs mm. uh, in Breath of the Wild due to the the drifting. But yeah, do you have their response there? Ready? Yeah. So uh, I'll say so the the law firm uh, C S K and D uh, is officially investigating this as like a class action awesome. lawsuit against them. Um, and so earlier earlier today, it was actually kind of recent. Uh, Nintendo commented about the matter to The Verge. Uh, they said, "quote." We take great pride in creating quality products and we are continuously making improvements to them. We are aware of recent reports that some Joy-Con controllers are not responding correctly. We want our consumers to have fun with Nintendo Switch and if anything falls short of this goal, we always encourage them to visit www.support.nintendo.com so we can help. End quote. That's not much of a response at all, is it? That doesn't make me feel very good. No. Um, not entirely reassured. Uh, I mean, that's basically what I did when my Joy-Con broke. I went to their support website and sent it in, and, you know, they sent me a refurbished one. Um, but that's not the point. Right. It Was, shouldn't be happening in the first place. How long did you of. have yours, your Joy-Con? Nearly a year. Uh, it, it was the Joy-Con that came with the with the switch but it was still um, in warranty right yes so i'm sure there's a lot of people who have are having issues with their joy cons that uh, aren't within warranty right and so the support section like that wouldn't you know it doesn't mm-hmm. help and not everyone has the means to just i mean joy cons are expensive 70 dollars. yeah um and you can't especially if i have if i have issues with something it's hard for me to go out and buy pre-owned because i know you can get them from gamestop or other mm-hmm. places online for like 30 dollars a piece or right. so so if you just need the one but it's hard, you know, what if you buy that one and then that one is broken? Yeah. So you definitely, you want to get a new one and not everyone has the means to just go out and drop. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's a lot For of not money. A, even a game. Yeah, it's, it's just a controller. Yeah. So it's definitely something that I feel like they need to try and fix. Sure. I don't know. I, I, this is definitely going to be a two-week continued. Right. We're going to be watching this story. Absolutely. I, 
I don't know if I'll put my name in the class action hat. <laughs> I don't know if that's really my thing, but uh, maybe I need to do a little more digging on the. Yeah, I saw I saw a comment online that was like, it'd be nice to get a replacement Joy-Con and not just a check for three dollars. Right. Because that because that is what could happen. They have to pay everybody that did it, but since there's a million people that have had the issue, everybody gets two dollars. Yeah. You know, so like woohoo. We'll but, see. Like I said, I've not had this issue so i'm not gonna lie to nintendo i mean you could i mean who's yeah. unless they ask for proof but like how do you really get that proof so yeah but i'm not gonna lie and say that i have had that issue so mm-hmm. luckily i've not been affected by it but it's definitely going to be interesting to, to yeah. see what happens yeah and if you dear listener feel compelled to to join the class action you know probably you know check it out see if it's something that that looks good yeah there's um there's there's a form on the CSK and D website um, that you can fill out to join the law the the lawsuit. Cool. So go to their website if you are having issues with that. Fill out their form and get involved. Yeah. Put your name in the pile. Yeah. All right. So we'll move on to the next story. Um, another a kind of shorter one. I mean, I'm sure you've heard about this by now, but I thought it was worth talking about. Um, there's that new Switch remodel that's coming out in August, which makes the battery life go up to 4.5 to 9 hours. Yeah. Um, so what do you what do you think about that? So I don't know if I'll end up picking one up or not, um, just because I don't generally replace my console until it dies, uh, if I have one that works. But I play my Switch in portable mode probably 75% of the time. So the fact that the Switch Lite model, which, if I understand correctly, there's also a Japanese model that's being released. Oh, really? That uh, has even better battery life than oh. the Lite. Um, Interesting. If if I read correctly, I'm not sure. But uh, the fact that it's portable only is just perfect for people like me because... I, oh, well, I was talking... The new the new model that I was talking about is not the Lite. That's, I'm talking... Have you heard about this? Maybe not. Not the light. There's a. There's just a new model of Switch. It's not a new. Okay. Do you know Let's about the light? This over. I, yeah. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't okay. include the light. Okay. The, we Let's... might. We might cut all this out. Yeah. But um, fill me in. Okay. So this this new Switch. Um, right after it was a few days after because uh, I've tried to keep things in that we were talking about in the past week. So um, mm-hmm. I didn't include the Nintendo the light announcement because i was like ah it's a bit a week ago yeah. but i think about two days maybe even a day after they announced the switch light uh they announced a just a new switch model it's going to be the exact same thing you won't even be able to tell the difference i think i think the box might look a little bit different uh-huh. um but it's literally just the switch they're not calling it anything different it just has an improved battery life cool and i think maybe was that announced on the japanese website though that might have been that might be what you I were talking about we might japanese be on the same one. page here yeah. but just like kind of missing the mark yeah but, yeah. but that's coming out here in august and got it whenever cool. whenever you at a retail job or you know whoever just gets new batch you know shipments of switches in, the new ones that you get in are just gonna have a better battery life so well that's pretty neat if you're gonna buy a switch in the next few weeks wait <laughs> yeah right i thought it was i thought it was further uh, out i no. thought that was a christmas time mm-hmm. no, something there but... is the uh, there is the switch light you know which comes out in september which will have a better better battery life yeah. but this one is fully comparable. dockable yeah fully dockable and i think it has about the same or even a little bit better than the switch light but it's just a switch with a better battery life very good and with some new joy con colors it yeah, looks like that's uh, that was the second little itty bit of they also announced when they said this new uh, model was coming out 
that we're getting two new Joy-Con color combinations, uh, blue and neon yellow, and neon purple and neon orange. Have you seen the the, col- the pictures for these? No, I'm about to look them definitely, up right definitely now. Definitely look at them. It's really interesting because you would think the blue and orange would go together, and you would think that the yellow and purple would go together because those are how color combinations work. Right. But instead, they put it in separate things so that if <laughs> yeah. I want my blue and orange Florida Gators switch, I have to buy two combinations of switches i'm not a big i'm not a guy that collects like different joy con colors Mm -hmm. but uh i wish i did i wish i could because i know some people that do and it's so cool i think the joy cons look so good like they're so they're so pretty for lack of better terms i actually kind of like the purple and orange yeah like together yeah i do i feel like i mean I don't know. I feel like it's weird. It's Almost a, weird a little Barney-esque, but, <laughs> but pretty cool. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, I'm always, I always like to see more Joy-Cons. I really want the uh, watermelon slash Splatoon Joy-Cons. Mm-hmm. I don't have mm-hmm. those yet because, like I said, my, my gray Joy-Cons are doing me just fine. And I mostly use my Pro Controller anyways. So I haven't picked up. Uh, new but i do those watermelon color ones yeah. i just think they look so good so i get a little bit excited every time i see new new joy con color combinations announced absolutely even though i might not be buying them myself but definitely like to see it yeah good for the collectors good for the mm-hmm. yeah people looking for different different options for sure yeah uh, okay so our next story is uh something kind of cool that came out of prime day prime day was was last week uh and we just got some you know uh, a bunch of data came out of Prime Day that was saying, you know, what was the most searched things and stuff. Actually, the Nintendo Switch was the uh, product that was searched the most in the United States, the UK, and Australia. Round of applause. That's, That's really cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I, the console received uh, 1,900,000 internal searches in the US, uh, 1,130,000 in the UK, and 22,700 in Australia. Bit of a drop, but... But for their pop, you know, <laughs> right. maybe that's... And uh, also, a little side note, the neon blue slash neon red switch um, was the ninth most viewed product that I assume... On that means, Amazon. Yeah. So I assume that means the gray one was the number one most viewed product, and the ninth was the... Uh, neon blue and yeah. red switch was the ninth view product so that's really cool it is i love when people say that they're getting a switch mm-hmm. it warms my soul because i just i love mine so much and it's like spreading the joy right and so the more people that have switches like the happier the world's gonna be i think yeah it, i i agree i used to work i used to work at gamestop yeah. um and when i worked there nothing would make me happier uh, than when someone came in to buy a switch yeah. or asked about the switch. Um, when I was working there, the switch was still was kind of new. It wasn't, I worked there in 2017 mm-hmm. and a, a few years after that. Um, but so it was still, it was in its infancy. So whenever someone would come and more people were coming in than I guess to buy a switch and oh my gosh, you could come in and say, oh, I'm looking for PlayStation, Xbox, PC. And I would be like, cool i can help you with that let me find you second someone came in to ask for a switch yeah. dude it was on yeah i was like you were making the right decision this is amazing um, <laughs> you so will not I, regret this i totally feel that there this is your new baby exactly it's i i have friends too that still talk about getting switches because a lot of my friends are just exclusively xbox people or mm-hmm. exclusively playstation people but then they see smash and they're like maybe i should get a switch and i'm like do it yeah <laughs> it's amazing yeah yeah so that was I, I just thought that was really neat yeah no that's really fun to hear uh i hope it translated into sales you know just searches mm-hmm. uh but 
but yeah, very, very interesting numbers. Yeah. Last news story ties into Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which is something we're going to be talking about a little bit later. Um, but at the Marvel Games panel at uh, Comic-Con this past weekend, they revealed a few things about their DLC. Now, we already knew that there was going to be three paid DLC packs, which were going to be about X-Men, the Fantastic Four, and Marvel Knights. But we learned a little bit more. A bunch of cool stuff. One, uh, they revealed Loki was in the game, which yeah. I don't know if that was added through a patch or not, but I, I know I know you unlock him through an Infinity Trial. Got so it. I don't know if that was already in the game or if they added that, but they did reveal that, quote unquote, at that panel. A bit of a secret. The panel, the panel took place the day before the game came out. So mm-hmm. it might've been just, hey, this is in the game and you didn't know. Right. Or maybe they did add it, but that was part of the quote unquote news. Some of the real news that they added was Cyclops and Colossus um, are going to be free DLC on August 30th, which I think is so cool. Yes. Because I think this really opens up the door to more stuff. Because, of course, they're going to have the paid DLC. But there's a lot of characters in Ultimate Alliance 3 that are just there and don't do anything, such as mm-hmm. the first guy that comes to mind is Vision. Yep. Vision uh, plays a big part in one of the chapters and you can't play as him. And I was like, I just want to play as Vision. Um, Jessica Jones is a character in it that you can't play as. Yeah, I want to I want to talk about that a little more. But yeah, because, uh, yeah, that's a point. But because but, uh, some of these characters, um, they show I, their face, right. but they're not playable. Right. I don't I'm not with Vision or Jessica Jones, but especially with Cyclops and Colossus, you fight alongside them. Right. Like they're there. They have so, the, the character when, models. When I was playing it, I was like, why why can't you play as this? Why can't you play as these yeah, guys? Yeah. So when they announced this and that it's free, I'm always here for free DLC. Right. So I thought that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um so that was some news. They also uh, went into a little bit more detail about their first paid DLC pack, which is going to be about Marvel Knights, and it's going to be called Marvel Knights Curse of the Vampire. Mm-hmm. It's not only going to add more characters, it's going to have story content, I think more Infinity Trials, and they announced what characters are going to be in it. Um, it's going to be Blade, Moon Knight, The Punisher, and Morbius. So that's pretty cool. I'm a big Moon Knight fan. I think oh, he, really? he's... Uh, yeah, I think he's such an interesting just kind of offbeat character yeah. you know he's he's fun to to read uh and so i'm looking forward to playing yeah, as i him. like i like all these characters so mm-hmm. it's gonna be cool yeah um, they also uh due to a, a listing on nintendo's uk store probably a little leak mm-hmm. uh, we found out that it's supposed to be out this first dlc pack um on the 30th of september so that's little, not that's not too that's not too long about, yeah about two months i Go, I'll just go into hibernation until then. It'll be okay. <laughs> we'll, I, I'm ready for it. I hope I hope that the story DLC is enough to bring me back in. Mm-hmm. Because cause I'm sure I won't be actively playing this game in two months. Right. But, That's kind of my concern. Yeah. But hopefully... I mean, it's Marvel. I love Marvel. Right. So I'm sure I'm going to want to get this just to play as these characters. And so it is confirmed though that they're adding extra story chapters yeah, as well as that. the characters. Yeah. But I think when they announced just that they were having DLC, they did say there was going to be additional story content. Got it. So there will be probably more missions and stuff. Mm-hmm. How long that will be? Not sure. Because the the season pass isn't very expensive. Not complaining at all, but the season pass is like $20, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit under 20 Yeah. So I, I, at first I'm like, oh, that's cool. But also I'm like, that's kind of not, that's not that expensive. Right. So yeah. it makes you wonder how much content's really going to be in it. Yeah, what the... Yeah, what the depth is going to be, and I mean, we'll get in, we'll get into it. But uh, the chapters aren't super long. Yeah. Uh, so from the yeah, start, yeah, that's a that's a good transition. Yeah. Um, the new game that we're going to be talking about this week, and the kind of I know, I mean, this next segment, the what we've been playing, 
um, might vary, not isn't always going to have to be a new game. But mm-hmm. this week, I know both of us have been playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Yes, dropped so, just a couple days ago. Yeah, so let's let's. What, what do you think about it? Let's talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am enjoying it wholeheartedly. Actually, I I played the first two, and I I had fond memories of them, but I also remembered being bored of them. I something about the repetition and so i knew i wanted this new game um maybe it was just nostalgia maybe it was i don't know what i was trying to tap into but i was a little worried that i wasn't gonna like it just based on the kind of game it is but i want to play it every minute that i can (laughs) i'm impressed by the characters i'm impressed by the not the story in how good of a story it is, but it really feels like a Marvel's greatest hits video game. For and sure. I'm loving it so far. So, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm similar to you. I grew up playing, I think, when I bought my 360. Mm-hmm. I was not a day one 360 adopter because I've been a Nintendo guy. Yeah. But when I got a 360, the first game I bought was Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Mm-hmm. I got the gold edition, so it had, those, like, it had a Hawkeye. Yeah, and nice. Venom, I don't know. But I spent a lot of hours playing those games because mm-hmm. I've, I've always been a huge Marvel fan. Um, so I grew up with those games, playing them with my friends, um, and just playing it by myself and doing everything there was to do in those games. Mm-hmm. So in, I believe it was the Nintendo, it was a Nintendo Direct a few months ago or last year. I don't know, when this game showed up, I freaked out. Because I was like, are you serious? Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, there was that whole period after Ultimate Alliance 2 came out where for a few years I was always like, ooh, can't wait till 3, can't wait right. till 3's coming out, you know. I had given up. Yeah, um, we all had. So when they said that there was another one, I I think it was the Video out. Game Awards. I think was they it? may have... I don't know. For some reason, I have. Oh, it was. Of... It was the video game awards that they yeah. they showed a trailer. You're right, and it said exclusively on Nintendo Switch. Yeah, and like, which oh. was pretty hype. Yeah. Uh. Um, but yeah, so all that to be said, I was very excited about it too, um, and I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um, it's not it's not the best game I've ever played. I have some qualms with it, mm-hmm. but for what it is, for what it is, I'm enjoying it. So it feels like the third version of the same game like but 3.0 you know what i mean mm-hmm. it they've added characters the combat i think is more engaging um combat is all the game is uh for better or for worse um just different styles of combat really you know mm-hmm. whether it's timed or defeat this many enemies um so, you know, that's that's all the game really is, but it's fun and flashy and fast-paced and exciting. Yeah, that's what in my little notes I took, I wrote down. It was fun, frantic, uh, if not a little repetitive. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people will get tired of that personally. Um, I'm not good at video games. Um, so Is that um, true? That's true. I'm very bad at video games. I'm okay. awful. That's why I don't play Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, but... So I kind of like games that are just kind of butt-mashy. Like, do you play any Musou games? Like no. the, the Warriors games? No, I don't. Um, so I love those mm-hmm. because that's just like there are a million enemies and yep. one of you and you just 
press Y a bunch. Annihilate. And they, everyone dies. Mm-hmm. And I love those games. Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts when I play games. So I like games like that too, where you can kind of turn off your brain, mm-hmm. press the same button over and over again, do some combos, yeah. and have fun. So I do like it, but I, I definitely think that is a disclaimer for a lot of people. A lot of people could get bored of that. For, yeah. Especially if you're into more complicated games i don't want to say quote unquote complicated because i know you play dark souls and games like yeah that. a bit mm-hmm. yeah um but it, it, this definitely isn't the deepest combat. engaging right uh which is good for it's you can play it one player i have not played it multiplayer oh, really at all yet um and so i'm thoroughly enjoying it but the game is made to play with friends and even like casual gamer friends can mm-hmm. pick it up and just press two buttons over and over and beat up a bunch of bad guys yeah i've played it with two separate groups of friends Mm -hmm. um we both actually played the exact same section we we both played with both groups i just played like the first chapter Uh um because i mean the first one was i had just gotten it i just downloaded it i got it digitally so the the download just finished and i was like everyone stopped doing we're playing ultimate alliance Mm -hmm. so we played that first chapter and then when Mm -hmm. i went over to my other friend's house they all love Marvel, so they were like, "Don't start in the middle. I don't want spoilers." Yeah, like, even though yeah. like none of them have switches, right? But for some reason, they didn't want spoilers. So we started <laughs> of this the... beautiful storyline right. that they've oh, crafted, of course. Um, so we we that's that's a we'll put a pin in that. Sure. Um, <laughs> but we um I played the same thing twice, and it was it was good. It wasn't. This is my issue, I think, with single player and multiplayer. One of them is it's really easy to lose yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times I'll be mashing buttons and I'm like, I know I'm in there somewhere yeah. doing something. Um, when you play multiplayer, uh, playing single player, there's a white outline around your character so you never lose it. When you do multiplayer, uh, each person has a different colored outline. Got so it. I think it's like red, blue, green, and like yellow, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, so even when it's, you know, your character's behind a wall, as long as you memorize, oh, I'm green, you can always kind of see where you are. Yeah. But it still is hectic. Mm-hmm. which is what it's supposed to be um but it was fun and mm-hmm. i mean we had my when i played with one of my groups of friends he was playing as hulk yeah. and every time someone would die he would be like here comes the healing hand of hulk <laughs> yeah. so like you know there's fun moments to be had with that with friends absolutely um but i feel like a lot of people are going to play this alone mm-hmm. that's what i'm doing most of the game is playing it alone and it's perfectly fine yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of fun by how, yourself how far are you i am i believe i'm on chapter six where are you? I think something similar. Uh, is it spoilers to to name bad guys that we fought? I I think S- we should skip maybe thirty seconds if you don't want to hear where. Yeah, who, I just beat Ultron. Oh, okay. You that's I, that's like chapter four. Do you want me to say Ultron? um the X Men? Okay, no. so I just beat no, uh, okay. I just beat Magneto. So. I'm in the dark realm, actually. I'm oh, up against Dormammu. You're in the, that's where I am. We're, I hope people aren't being spoiled right now. But <laughs> yeah, okay. So we're, we're at the same we're place. The, yeah, I literally cool. just got earlier a few hours ago to yeah. Dark Dimension. And I was like, all right, I'm going to set that down. And mm-hmm. we're going to record a podcast. Very interesting. Very <laughs> um, cool. So yeah. uh, I guess the pacing, you know, as long as you play a couple hours a day is pretty standard for most people. I feel people, like then. if you sat down um, and went through it, it would be quick game it's not going to be that long yeah but here's the thing here's the thing that i encountered which really surprised me you have to like grind in this game yeah because every time i'll go to another mission most of my characters so when you unlock a new character they're immediately 
leveled to whatever the, the recommended ch- level is yeah. so like when in in the x-men level say um you unlock nightcrawler i don't mm-hmm. think that's too much of a spoiler um and he'll be level 20 because that's the recommended level right all my other heroes are level like 10 yeah so i was like i still have hulk on level six like yeah that's, that's a problem through, <laughs> i went through i think there was every so every every chapter is is designed around a specific kind of team or something mm-hmm. like there's an avengers chapter and there's like a def- defenders chapter there's an x-men chapter and i think that's how it's going to keep going mm-hmm. so like when i started the x-men chapter i was like oh i want to play as x-men so mm-hmm. you don't have very many but um so i you have i had wolverine scarlet witch and then i didn't have really any other quote-unquote mutants so mm-hmm. i was like all right i'll bring up crystal because she's an inhuman that's not that's kind of a mutant but not really had never played as her before so she was level six right um in a like a level 20 area Mm -hmm. and same scarlet witch was pretty weak um and then i don't know why but i was like i think i'm gonna want to use her so i'll bring up captain marvel Mm -hmm. so and they were all level six so i went through a few infinity trials and tried to grind them but they were leveling slowly and i think i just ended up giving up and playing as like spider-man because i'd been using him that's yeah i'm i'm in a fairly similar boat actually i feel a little guilty running through the game with the same four heroes that i have leveling up as i go like captain marvel miss marvel spider-man and venom they're kind of my go-to four Mm -hmm. and they're all about level 25 which i think is appropriate for the chapter that i've made it to um but if i want to swap anyone out i'm gonna have to take a few minutes at least and either drop some xp cubes experience cubes on them you can uh you can raise levels artificially i guess oh, this game is super mid maxi yeah like we can get into that too like yeah, yeah. go on but there's a lot of us it gets complicated points, assignment points um but yeah so it, it it can take a little bit of effort if you want to use a hero uh that you have not played as before in your current mission because that's that's what i've been trying to do pretty much like i said uh, every every mission i've seen so far has been themed to mm-hmm. certain teams yeah so like i don't remember who i played as in the first mission you know i think i was like iron man and cap and spider-man yeah. and you know mm-hmm. of course the, the first one is guardians themed so yeah. i have all the guardians um but every time i get to a new one i'm like oh like i said it's oh it's the x-men so i want to do that on the defenders level i played as you know iron fist daredevil luke cage yeah and not jessica jones no sad are we gonna Um, get her in the end no she's not she's not she's just not playable no kind of like cyclops and colossus were going to be before they announced this that's bizarre Um, but yeah so i think i put in hulk because hulk's a defender which Mm -hmm. has always been weird to me um but see, so yeah, I play as them, and then every time that's how I'm trying to. I haven't done that. I know a lot of people have online. I've seen where they do what you did. Um, I mean, and just have kind of four characters that they go through the whole game as. Mm-hmm. And since there's like, I think total like 36 characters. Yeah, I want to like see them. I know. So every every level, I've been trying to switch around, but I don't think I'm going to be able to like do that anymore because uh, I'm getting to this grinding thing where I could have just gone from one level to the next with no grinding if I just kept with the characters I was playing in the last one. Right. But even even with that, the characters that I have been consistently maybe it's different because I have been switching around, but I feel like the characters like Spider Man I've been consistently playing, and even when I would go to the next level with him, he's still under leveled by like four levels. Yeah. Um, I think they really do are trying to push like the infinity trials because you know your characters level up there as well. Yeah. Um, and 
they incorporate them into into the story almost. Yeah, that's that's another cool little feature they have. So there's the story mode in the game, and then there's infinity trials, which mm-hmm. are basically like challenge levels. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly how many they are. I think because I it, it it didn't look like it doesn't look like that many where I am right now. But reading online, it looks like a lot more open up. So um, yeah, the, the, these are basically trials that are like defeat this boss or defeat. 50 missions one of the cool ones i did earlier just to test something out there's a few different ones that are solo missions where you can only use one character have oh, you have you seen cool. those yet no so there's one um the first one that's available is a spider-man mission so you're it, it's it takes place in the defenders level it's um and you just have to go through and finish like this segment as just a spider-man which is neat. That's pretty fun. Um, and the reason I actually did that one, um, it was fun because I was like, oh, I feel like I'm playing a Spider-Man game. Right. Um, as opposed to like, oh, an Ultimate Alliance game. It's like, oh, I'm pl- and there's a few other ones. I, I can see there's a Hulk one where you just have to play as Hulk. I don't know. There's probably more. But the reason I did this one, here's another big qualm that I have with the game. Sorry, we're kind of jumping around a lot. But one of my favorite things about, especially Ultimate Alliance 1, I don't really remember Ultimate Alliance 2. I'm sure it had this, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Ultimate Alliance 1, every character had four separate costumes. Mm -hmm. And those costumes were awesome. Like, you not only had, like, just Thor, like, but you had Ultimate Thor. And that's drastically different. And then another one was, like, Beta Ray Bill. And, you know, these were, like, completely different skins. Like, that's I thought that was so cool. Like, you not only had the 616 version, but you have the Ultimate Universe and all this stuff. In this game, it looks like there's one costume per character which is fine as long as that's something cool but it looks like they're all just reskins Mm -hmm. because that's the reason i did the spider-man infinity trial is because it was that's how you unlock spider-man's alternate skin and it's the quote-unquote like i don't know what it's called uh not the iron spider but like this suit of armor like spider-man you know what i'm talking about silver yeah i know yeah i think it's he might just be like armored spider-man or something because the skin, it, it you know, it doesn't I change. I got that anything. comic recently, actually. Really? Yeah, it was a reprint. But so it doesn't, it doesn't look like you know, he doesn't get bulky or anything. It's the exact same character model, except all of his colors are turned like silver. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. It's enough to be like, okay, I guess this is cool. Like at least it's not just like a normal color swap that you'll see in like fighting games yeah. and stuff. I've heard. I haven't seen really any other ones, but I know Hulk's uh, turns him into Gray Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, and Captain Marvel's is her like green like suit Cree. yeah from like the movie yeah. and everything so like those at least I don't know about I know there's at least one for every character and I don't know what they that's are that's what I was worried about because uh, I've seen the unlock tease I don't know just the pre unlock preview for mm. costumes and um, but it's just like three characters in the infinity trial menu and I was a little worried that not every character was going to have one. I'm pretty sure every character has one. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure everyone does. Mm-hmm. But even when they are, they seem to just be color swaps, which yeah. is really disappointing. Except if you pre-order the um, season pass or buy the season pass, mm-hmm. you get um, Chef Deadpool as a skin, which <laughs> which is a different character model uh-huh. where he's wearing the hat and the apron. So maybe... That means in DLC, as free updates or something, we will get actual different character that skin swaps. That would be swaps. very cool. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, that's the only way to get that Chef Deadpool skin right now is by buying the season pass, which I'll probably do eventually because I know I'm going to want to play these anyways. And if I drop the money now, then that means I, I, that gives me a reason to go back. Yeah. You know, I yeah. already have them. Like, I might as well. Um, 
But yeah, that was a big qualm because that was one of my favorite things about the old games. Absolutely. Was getting the different costumes. I just thought that was so cool. Um, and that's not really a thing in this game. It kind of is, but you might as well just stick to what they are. Right. Because the character costume or the different costumes aren't it, significant enough. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I will probably unlock them. This This is looking like a potential 100% I was me. about to say that. I um, think I'm also going to... Dude, um, I will tell you, you get... I saw this online. It's probably a spoiler. I'm not going to say it on the podcast. You get something really cool for 100%ing the game. Really? Yeah. I'll tell you after we're done recording. Okay. But if you remind me, it's really cool. Okay. Um, so, I don't know if it's for 100%ing, but I know it's at least for doing a bunch of Infinity Trials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Cool. But I definitely think I'm going to do everything in here. Um, one last little thing... Um, Maybe not last little thing, but another qualm I had. So the costume is a big issue. We mentioned the story a little bit mm -hmm. and how it's a little cheesy. Um, it is just the Infinity Saga, basically, with a bunch of other little things thrown in, um, which is fine. I wasn't expecting much. Yeah. I don't care. It's fine. It's just an excuse for everyone to get together. Yeah. What I do have an issue with is a lot of the voice acting. Yeah. Because a lot of it is really bad. Like, it's so weird. Because I, I can tell you've got thoughts on it too, but some of them are great. Spider-Man is voiced by Yuri Laurenthal, which is the guy who did him for Spider-Man PS4, mm -hmm. which is a fantastic game yeah. and it's so good. And so I love to see him back. Steve Bloom voices Wolverine, so it sounds just like Wolverine should. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know off the top of my head who voices Iron Man, but he sounds fine. Yeah. But then I hear, for instance, Gamora, and she's awful. Yeah. Like not good. There's the one line, I sh I'm sure you know what I'm talking about in the first act where they're jumping for the infinity stones and she goes quill quick grab them <laughs> and i literally was like what oh. and i've constantly been getting that like just please video game developers i know you're listening every single video game developers out there if you're gonna have a character that has an accent hire an actor that's actually russian or actually german because colossus and nightcrawler wow yeah it's not colossus good. is pretty bad actually yeah it's not it's not good but so i take your point with the voice acting um i think it, it is rough in point at points and uh pretty good at other mm -hmm. points um but I think the characterization of each of the hero, each of the heroes, is pretty darn good. They're almost themselves to a stereotypical degree. Like Kingpin makes business jokes, yeah. and the Wasp is like, "I'm fashion, and I'm a founding Avenger." And I, I don't know. I'm. They're just so the character mm -hmm. um, to an extreme level, which yeah. I like. But it does strike me as cheesy at some points as well. Well, that's another thing. Uh, I noted I don't really like the portrayal of Cap or Thor in this either. It's probably because I'm so used to their MCU counterparts by this point. And that's one of the things I like about the MCU is how they made, they kind of humanized Cap. Mm -hmm. And I like how, unlike every other piece of media, he's not like, hello, I'm Captain America. Uh, Good to see you. He like, says, permission to speak, soldier, yeah. <laughs> at one point in this game. And I'm like, that doesn't feel very Cap to me. No, but, but it kind maybe, of... It, it, that's just MCU. Yeah. Um, but that's one of the reasons I like the MCU is because he's seems more like a normal guy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they have him. And the same thing with Thor. Thor is like, I will fight for you. You know, like, mm -hmm. and 
again maybe it's just the mcu but i think you don't have to play it up that much right, right. so that's i agree with the playing it to a um, absurd degree yeah but i really i really do like the way the characters are written um and i i, I don't know i've laughed nebula says idiots you're you've doomed the whole universe and rocket goes wouldn't be the last the first time sweetheart and i don't know i thought that was pretty funny like there's some there's some good lines yeah it's not it's not bad you know but the um, acting some of the acting i mean i'm you know i'm a critic myself i guess i you know i don't know i look into it too closely maybe but it bothered me it took me out of it yeah the story i think everybody knows it's not going to be anything too crazy because you can just tell by the art style from this game, mm-hmm. it's gonna be more family family friendly. Um, not that the other ones weren't, but like I mean, they kind of weren't. Yeah, you know, Ultimate Alliance one and two had very gritty, realistic art styles. Yeah, and the stories, especially Ultimate Alliance two, two Civil War, because two did so, yeah, and so it opens with that scene of the the what the new warriors, yeah, like blowing, blowing up. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like it's those have been kind of darker but you can just tell with the art style they're going for a softer more kid friendly yeah. stuff and i don't have a problem with that and i could see going in oh it's about the black order and it's mm-hmm. in the it's infinity stuff so i knew it wasn't going to be anything revolutionary so i really don't have an issue with that but this acting really did yeah. it bugged me another quick thing yeah. i don't want to talk too much um but i thought it was a really weird choice to start the game with the guardians huh because the the first chapter um why is that why do you think it was weird well who cares <laughs> well i kind of <laughs> think that might have been the point to get it out, get of, the it out of the way because i gar i like the guardians and i like the movies and but they're definitely not my favorite right and so i'm not butthurt that i'm not having to play as drax yeah you know still well but the thing about that is um after you get through that first chapter as the guardians the game starts i don't think this is spoilers it's very early on the game starts and you are just the guardians you can only play as the guardians and then after that first chapter um you unlock like 20 heroes you know it's like a smash brothers ultimate like everyone is here like you know all the avengers and spider-man and like Uh falcon like all these crazy people are showing up um and then from then on you're going through the X-Men and you unlock Psylocke and Nightwing or no, not Nightwing, um, Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can play as them. Don't have to. The only part of the game where you have to play as certain characters is that first one. And it was so funny because I played that first chapter with two different groups and both groups were like, I don't want to play. Like, why do I have to play as Groot? Like, yeah. I don't want to play as Groot. Because I think everybody likes the Guardians, but no one's buying this game to play as the Guardians. Right, right. Maybe, maybe there are. I don't want to speak too soon because I know those characters have huge fan bases mm-hmm. but not I, me <laughs> I, yeah i do think it, it was more of a story device though a good way to kick the story off yeah like, get everything going moving towards earth you know that's right. that's always a uh like a trope trope, trope yeah is the word i'm looking for <laughs> for comics and especially marvel comics like earth is the center of the universe and yeah. everything needs to happen on earth uh and so the guardians and like you know teleporting everybody mm. and everything to earth um right i don't know fit the bill a little bit for me but. yeah i just thought that was strange that the only section of the game so far that i've played where you have to play as certain characters was the guardians yeah but like i get it because like they're huge now i think the guardians star lord and groot 
are just as big and rocket raccoon you know drax mm-hmm. i mean all of them are just as big of names as captain america and iron man and yeah i don't know about spider-man but you know mm-hmm. all the other marvel heroes like the guardians are huge so i thought i just thought it was a weird choice because yeah. i was like i don't want to play as these characters like i haven't t- that's those are some of the characters i have not touched since yeah so they're probably Same. still level six mm-hmm. so but and then another weird thing is maybe it is because it's infinity you know style um infinity gen- stones and since they're cosmic characters mm-hmm they have a part but star lord is one of the characters that's always there in yeah. the cutscenes. right star lord or rocket are like always there and i'm like this is interesting because mm-hmm. there are characters like for instance like falcon or um black widow who have never showed up in except for their introduction right in these cutscenes. but star lord's always there i was like this is interesting yeah so i'm i'm looking forward to finishing it and seeing what what uh story threads they take from infinity war Mm -hmm. or the infinity gauntlet comic you know what i mean if if any you know maybe just none of that fits together to make a fun video game and and we'll we'll update next week when we finish we'll give some kind of closing thoughts because i'm sure i'm sure by next week we'll both have at least finished the story yeah um for now do you have like a maybe out of 10 rating or anything since I haven't finished it, I'm not sure. Because I am going to do an official review. Okay. Um, maybe not on the podcast, but I can put links or something to yeah. it. Because I write for a newspaper and do reviews. But I haven't really decided yet. I think I'm going to give it a 7 mm-hmm. or a 7.5. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's where it deserves. It's mm-hmm. good. We and dude, we didn't even really touch on like the mid maxing and stuff. All the different like, there's so many different skill trees. Yeah. Well, there's, there's just one skill tree that applies to everyone, but it's huge. And there's all these ISO eight crystals that add different effects Absolutely. to characters. It's a lot, so you can get deep with this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and super powerful. Yeah. Like I'm looking forward to the point when just one character really feels like a superhero and is just like crushing these right. people. At some point, you can assign enough skill points to and 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 upgrade your skill tree uh to where just your your superhero is yeah. going to be all powerful right um, i'm thinking i don't know because of i mean there's a lot of really great stuff but the kind of voice acting and the story and kind of the repetitiveness repetitiveness mm-hmm. um kind of holds it back for me from being a like one of my favorites or like a 10 so i'm thinking a 775 good game i'm really enjoying it but i don't think who knows if it'll really stick with me a year from now sure sure i would actually like to agree with you i think um i'm hoping i'm gonna bump up to an eight by the time we speak about this next uh maybe next week when Mm -hmm. we just you know give our final thoughts or something but i i think i'll i'll sit at a seven that's a good thing a seven i don't know it's not a bad i was about seven. to say the way i was talking about mm-hmm. it that's that's something crazy that's yeah. happened in gaming culture is people feel like they don't want to touch a game unless it's like an eight right like a seven is bad seven is not bad i'm loving this game yeah i'm having so much fun with it you know oh, man the camera Ooh, we didn't even yeah the camera is bad dude the camera's pretty rough we, we we're saving that for post grades but, yeah uh, but if you're thinking about getting this game just be prepared for a couple wonky angles um i didn't even think about that i'm I'm okay for the most part but there's been one or two times when i the textures just mm-hmm. mixed up and i i couldn't even see what i was doing right um 
And so, yeah, the camera's gotten to me a couple times, but apparently they patched it like day one. Oh, really? They had so some, it was they, even worse? <laughs> yeah, I, at some point it was even worse. Wow. So, uh, cool. Yeah, but those are our thoughts on Ultimate Alliance 3. Um, and so now let's jump into where the podcast gets its name. The gym. The Nintendium. The the weekly Nintendium. Yes. Uh, I know Braid mentioned earlier, but yeah, I think I think we're gonna cut it off at the Wii. There might I don't know. I feel like a Wii U game might slip in. Yeah. Uh, maybe, but I I don't know. That might I'll probably be a while. There's mm-hmm. a lot of clearly hundreds, if not thousands, of oh. great Wii games to NES games that yeah. we can talk about. So this week we're going to be talking about uh, Chibi Robo on the gamecube yeah well a a gym uh that i don't think a lot of people played i and i might be wrong um i'd like to to get your opinion on on that uh but it was a game that i played when i was younger when it when it actually came out and it's adorable it's one of the most unique games I've ever played. Um, it's one of the most uplifting and like kind of positive, cute games I've ever played. And uh, yeah, you you started it for the first time recently, right? Yeah, yeah. When you this was this was your you know suggestion yeah. to bring Chibi Robo, and I've always wanted to play Chibi Robo. Uh, I love the GameCube. The GameCube is my favorite console of all time. Um, letting my age show but i grew up playing the gamecube um that was the first console i ever had i i played like um i played handheld consoles portable consoles that's mm-hmm. what i was looking for for years before then but for some reason i just never had a console yeah so the first one i got was the gamecube um so i'm familiar with chibi robo i've always wanted it mm-hmm. but it stayed at that 60 70 80 dollar price range that's just been too much for me to really jump into yeah uh, until recently, until you mentioned it. So I, I, I finally jumped in and, and started playing. And I only played a few hours. I think I'm about two hours in. Mm-hmm. And you, what a charming, weird little game. And it the charming just continues. Uh, so the first thing I want to talk about is just the soundscape. All the noises, the sound effects, they're all spot on. Every step that Chibi Robo takes has just a little plink, 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 like mm-hmm. note attached to it. And if you walk on the carpet, it's a different sound than on the hardwood, than on the stairs, than, and I don't know, it's, it's whimsical. It's, it's so magical and just feels like a different world that I had not seen before in a video game. That's for sure. I had that, I had that same thought. When I was playing, I was like, this is this is really neat, mm-hmm. you know, that like, yeah, the little notes that are made every single step that you take. And then a lot of the things that you do in the game are you're like trying to help this little house that you're a part of. Yeah. Um, and so like when you're scrubbing things on the ground, it mm-hmm. plays like a guitar note. Yeah. And it's really it's just it's so it's so cute. Uh-huh. So we should, should probably say for people that are uninitiated, um, Chibi Robo um, is about a little robot, a Chibi Robo, um, that is basically created to make their owners happy. It's like a little Roomba of sorts, but but more than just vacuuming. Mm-hmm. He picks. Uh, he's supposed to pick up and 
and take care of you and make you happy. He Chibi Robo's goal is to earn happy points. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that makes him a better Chibi Robo. Uh, there's a ranking of sorts, apparently, in the in the grand Chibi Robo universe. <laughs> um, and you're trying to become number one. You're trying to become super Chibi Robo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you start at like number one million yeah one million or something like that and as you get more happy points you know you get closer to that number one um but yeah that's that's a good encapsulation of of the story of the story i guess and and, and you're you're helped by your little buddy television who's like a little flying television television because chibi robo doesn't talk so he talks for you basically um and it's kind of his little helper yeah, kind of like his uh, yeah yeah um what's his little uh i'm trying to think of the character from zelda uh people are gonna kill navi me. navi yeah, yeah he's like his little navi yeah he pops up yeah that'll pop up and be like hey you should do this gb robo or you should do this mm-hmm. um i can definitely tell you the first thing that comes to my mind when i played this game is a uh, weird because i can like i can see why it probably didn't sell well because mm-hmm. i mean it, i think it's hilarious like the first thing that happens is chibi robo is given to like this family's daughter for a gift um on her eighth birthday and mm-hmm. she wears a frog hat and just says a ribbit yep and the mom gets her a hat and is like here's a hat and the the kid looks really sad and like throws it off <laughs> and she's like honey you can't be pretending to be a frog for the rest of your life you're eight years old and mm. the little girl goes ribbit ribbit and it just <laughs> continues like that and i was like this is hilarious and strange yeah it has that when people talk it has like an animal crossing sims like <laughs> yeah like so it's it definitely is mm-hmm. is weird yeah so you interact with the family. There's a mom, a dad, and the daughter, who is the frog girl. Um, and then in a Toy Story-esque uh, twist, the toys are all alive at night. And so you end up inter- interacting with a whole cast of toys. Um, some of them are chew toys for the dog. Some of them are action figures from the dad. Um, and some of them are, like, army men, but they're eggs. Um, <laughs> but But each character has a riveting story and the daughter's story is based around her frog um obsession uh which may or may not be a curse and the mom and dad are having financial difficulties and the word divorce is thrown in later in later on in the story it gets deep i haven't run into anything like but chibi robo helps to mend some fractures and and there's an old decrepit robot um, that the family doesn't use anymore that's in the basement. And you can bring him back to life and make him part of the family again. Those are all spoilers for a 10-year-old game. I'm sorry. (laughs) More than that. Almost 20 at this point. Um, But it gets... it, It is weird and silly, but genuinely emotional at points. Um the the storyline with the parents really comes to mind just because they they start to get mad at each other like the and the dad sleeping on the couch mm-hmm. like it's uncomfortable i hadn't even thought about that because yeah in the very beginning uh it takes place you know the first night quote unquote it's after the birthday party mm-hmm. so television is like oh dad passed out on the couch how crazy yeah. and i did notice every other night he's still on the couch yeah so i was like 
oh that's an interest that's they just didn't want to move him mm-hmm. but like wow that's because yeah. i haven't gotten i'm only a few hours in yeah so i haven't gotten any of those big story points yet so that's mm-hmm. really interesting that it goes there it, it and i mean it goes weird places too there are aliens and <laughs> you know like there's there's weird things but there's very uh almost mature topics mixed into this uh childlike game mm-hmm. um that really most of the gameplay is cleaning and picking up trash. Right. Uh, no, it's it's so much fun. I'm so glad I finally jumped into it because I've always wanted to. Because I feel like when you were saying earlier, uh, if people know about it or if it sold well, you know, I obviously don't think it sold well because we've barely gotten any sequels ever. Yeah. But I feel like most Nintendo fans know who Chibi Robo is. Right. And you can tell by the reception that Chibi Robo Ziplash on the 3DS got that it it, it has fans. Yeah. It has diehard fans. Absolutely. It ha- didn't get great reception, did have it? You, have you played Ziplash? I have it still sealed with the Amiibo. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I have a Chibi Robo Amiibo. And so I'm a little hesitant. I probably just ought to... It's like $10 or something. You I probably ought to buy a second one. copy yeah. to play so I can keep that one sealed. But uh, I've watched some like gameplay and stuff and... It's not Chibi Robo. It's not. <laughs> and actually, I think there was a demo as well mm. um, that I played uh, a while, you know, a long time ago. Right. Um, but yeah, I think you're right that people know of Chibi Robo, uh, but just don't have the opportunity to play his games. Right. Because I was looking into it. There's two. There's the one GameCube game. There's two DS games, only one of which I think ever came to the West. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the 3DS game. And that's that's it. We yeah. have not seen Chibi Robo on the on a console again right. since the GameCube, which is sad because it is. I could see this because like as as a game now where it is, I'm really enjoying it, but I can't play it for more than like an hour at a time. I'll sit down and I play it and I'm like, like I'm having fun, but like all right, I'm kind of bored. Mm-hmm. Like this is fun, but I could definitely see them if they had made one on the Wii. And then made one on the Wii U, and then we had one on the Switch. There's a formula to be found there yeah. for sequels. Um, that and I could see them improving on it. Yeah. And it being something great. Yeah. So it is. It is a little disappointing that we haven't seen anymore because mm-hmm. I definitely think there is a cult fan base for this little robot. I mean, we got an amiibo out of it. Put like, me in that cult, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I have wanted him for smash for years and and i don't have a clue how it would work because he's literally like supposed to be five centimeters tall or something like that but like i don't know i think there's a move set to be found oh there's for a, sure for sure uh, I've, I've always wanted him is he in a, a trophy or, or or anything in any of the other games i almost think he was some sort of assist trophy or something let me see because uh, I feel like he would have been, yeah, or a spirit at least. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, I've seen, I've seen people talk about that. Yeah. Um, there, there's surely theoretical move sets yeah. out there for him. Yeah. No, he is in a brawl and a Smash Bros. Four. He's a trophy and an ultimate. He's a okay. Uh, uh, spirit. Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So he has made his little appearances. But, um, but we need him as a fighter. Or at least a He's assist a lover, trophy. not a fighter. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, TV He wants happy points. He doesn't yeah, want to hurt people. And moolah. Exactly. That's That's, happy got, points and moolah. Gotta get that moolah. He doesn't work. Nobody works for free. Yeah. Not even TV Robo. No. Nope. Um, yeah, I definitely, I think I have 
like you, I have Ziplash on my 3DS. I have not played it. Mm-hmm. It's just been sitting there because I bought it because I've always wanted to play Chibi Robo, as I was saying, because I think he's adorable. Yeah. He's really, really cute. Um, and I want, I've always wanted to play it. So when I when that came out, I did get it, um, but I haven't played it. So I'm definitely going to play it after this and see how it compares. Yeah. Um, maybe a stay tuned for next week when we talk about what we've been playing. Um, and I think I'm going to look into the DS games too because I don't really know anything about them. I know there's Photo Finder and that was kind of weird. You had to take pictures of like certain things mm. like around your house, like toilet paper. And you had to like line it up with like the weird. shape. Yeah, you're using your DS's camera um, to like capture photos of various things. And then it kind of like pulls the picture and makes it a model in the game. Um, Strange. Yeah, no, there's a Chibi Robo, a Chibi Robo Park Patrol, a Chibi Robo Happy Japanese word. I don't know how to pronounce. And then, yeah, 2014, we got Photo Finder, and then 2015, Ziplash. But yeah, so there were two D- two uh, DS games, and only one of them came out in the West. Mm-hmm. But that won't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> we will track it down. Oh, for sure. Um, but no, he's such a cute character, and yeah. it's such a charming game. Mm-hmm. And it's really a shame we haven't. What are the prices on eBay? I'm, That's a good question. If you want to pick up this game, it's uh, too much. Let me tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like. I mean, there's a listing up right now. Anywhere between fifty and eighty dollars. Wow. Yeah. Is what I'm seeing for that GameCube game. Um, it looks like the DS games are a little cheaper. Obviously, Ziplash is dirt cheap because yeah. nobody wanted that game. It looks like you can also find Park Patrol, the DS game, for anywhere between 10 and $20. Uh, I don't think either of us have played that, though, so don't. Here is three copies of Chibi Robo Ziplash with the Amiibo for $16. You get <laughs> three, three of them. Oh, that's, so, so that's, two for a friend. Yeah, that's how highly people think of Ziplash. Ziplash. <laughs> oh, and they all come with the Amiibo. Yeah. What? Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I do want that Amiibo, though. It's, yeah. it's really cute. Yeah. Oh, and just his battery life, the fact that you have to plug yourself into the wall to keep yourself going. That game is just well thought out. Somebody somebody had a vision for this game. Oh, yeah. And really made it happen. Uh, but, yeah, Chibi Robo, it's, it's a favorite GameCube game of mine that I'm, I'm happy to have in my collection and i'm glad you you played it yeah i'm i'm glad to find i I am going to finish it i'm going to keep going Mm -hmm. back and and keep playing it um it is a real shame though that the only real way to play this game is either originally on the gamecube and paying that hefty price or emulation because Mm -hmm. they've not released it on the virtual console as far as i know i know i sure don't think so (laughs) it it does not look like it's been on the wii or the wii u it's not on oh i know it's not on the wii u uh, but I don't think there was no GameCube games on the Wii Virtual Console, were there? No. Yeah. No. So no, it hasn't. It hasn't been released, re-released any way that anyone can play it. So the only way to play it is shelling out that money for the GameCube disc or emulation, which is sad because it's it's a gem. It is a gem. It, it is a truest, truest sense of the word. There you have it. Full circle. That is a yeah. Nintendo gem. We gotta love it. So Chibi Robo. 
yeah so i think i think that might about do it for us for the first episode of ninja gems yeah i've enjoyed my time here yeah and i hope you too. have too yeah i'm super and, excited to come back next week and whoever's ears we're list we're, we're filling up right now i hope you've enjoyed the time too and yeah. maybe learned a little something definitely definitely stay tuned for next week um who knows what crazy nintendo news is going to happen in the next week um i know we're going to be talking about fire emblem three houses next week that's right um, so yeah stay tuned guys uh thank you so much for listening yeah thank you so much this has been nintendo gems Thanks for listening, guys.